Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, everybody. It's Richie. And before we start this episode of the show, we, of course, want to tell you about DraftKings. We are just weeks away from the launch of sports betting here in the state of Arizona. It starts September 9th. So if you want to get in on the action... Ahead of the game, you got to download the DraftKings app. Use that promo code THPN when you sign up. So that way you're all set to play when the time comes. Because remember, every time everyone's favorite time of year is right around the corner, college football season. And to celebrate DraftKings, America's top-rated sports book is putting the new players in the center of the action with $200 in free bets instantly if you bet $1 more on any college football game. That's right. All you got to do is head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Check out all the great promotions. It's safe, secure, and reliable, and they will give you $200 in free bets when you use the promo code THPN and you place a $1 bet on any college football game. That's promo code THPN to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problems? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. I'm Corey Crenshaw. I'm Richie Suave Flores. And this is Sporty with Corey and Richie Suave. On the Hockey Podcast Network. In a world where social media is king and everyone is an expert in everything. Get the facts from your insiders here on Sporty with Corey and Richie Suave. Here are your hosts, Corey Crenshaw and Richie Flores. Welcome back in Sporty Nation. How's everyone doing? Every time Richie does that read, I always wonder why the phone number is different in Indiana. I feel like that just probably causes some confusion. But I'm not going to think too far into it. I'm just going to introduce, as always, my wonderful and amazing co-host, Richie Suave Flores. How you doing? Hello, Corey. I'm doing wonderfully well. We have a great show on tap for the people. We have some news to get to. Uh, We have some concert reviews to get to. We also uh, have the premiere of season premiere of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which is coming up on Thursday. I've been binge-watching the show. I'm almost done with season one over the span of three days. So that should tell you what I've been up to the last couple days. So, yeah, I'm in, I'm in, a, I'm in a good mood for tonight's, tonight's program. Um, I am in a very great mood because um, 
Richie's probably sweetest compliment he's given me ever. I was I was talking about something that happened at work today that pissed me off, and I was saying one of my favorite things was off of like a little like napkin thing that I got from breakfast republic that says common sense is a flower that doesn't grow in everyone's garden and with it i had another one that said i'm allergic to stupidity i break out in sarcasm and richie told me that that was the most me thing that i could have sent him and it really hit me in my soul my highly sarcastic soul and and it fed it and i'm just i feel very fulfilled right now and i thank you richard yeah, you're you're welcome. I've known you for too long now, so I know that that's that particular phrase is is should go on your plaque in the Hall of Fame. It's, it's fantastic, actually. It's beautiful. It's music to my ears. <laughs> so shout out to Breakfast Republic for coming up with that. They have some like great little things, like between that and their next level. Uh, cold brew like i've had some strong cold brew but that cold brew i i could run a 5k like right after breakfast just because that cold brew is like so intensely strong well you know my love of cold brew so you know now we have to make a special trip to breakfast republic just so i can try that damn right i mean considering the fact that I'm, you know, I'm getting married over there. I, I gotta end up going over there at some point. So, you know, you might as well come along, have some cold brew, make a nice trip out of it. <laughs> yes, I, I, I would gladly have that, make that, make that happen. Because I, I'm, I'm going on uh, some vacation time coming up here in September. And oh, but I'm... I forgot, you're like the traveling Richie during September. Yeah, I'm going to be gone for three straight weekends. <laughs> That's so what Kat was giving me your itinerary. And I was like first impressed by the fact that Kat had all of it down. Like it was it was pretty damn good. And then was like, holy shit, you've got so much going on in September. Yeah, I don't know how she knows my schedule better than I know my own. But yes, I'm gone for three, three straight weekends. I have. Life is beautiful in Las Vegas coming up, which can I will give them a shout out here on the podcast because they announced their policy today about like COVID and vaccinations. And they are going to, if you're attending the festival, you either have to show proof you've been completely and fully vaccinated or show proof uh, that you have a negative test in order to go. I don't know the logistics of it during a festival weekend where you're going to get, you know, 50, 60,000 people plus through the gates on a daily basis, whatever. And if the people at the gates are actually going to follow through with checking. So we'll see, but I'm at least glad that they're going to try and make it happen. Cause that's been going around more and more through a lot of venues and a lot of bands. Like Kesha announced that she is going to, at all the venues she goes to change, want the policy changed so that you either have to be vaccinated or show proof. Same with a couple other different bands that are showing up here in the state of Arizona too. So yeah, so I'm going to that coming up in, in September. I'm very excited. We, we get Green Day, we get Haim, we get uh, Megan Thee Stallion and Billie Eilish. 
those are uh, so those are the big those are the big headliners. So I'm very excited it, oh, about that. Oh, is is Cat within earshot? Yes. So uh, last time on the podcast, when Rishi brought up the fact that he'd be around Megan or he'd be listening to Megan the Stallion, I said you're gonna be on that thought shit. He totally forgot what thought meant again. Um, so I'm gonna need someone new to explain to him what thought means. Okay, so Corey wants you to explain to me what thought means. Um, I've explained it to him. Scotty's explained it to him. So I feel like we need a new person. You know, third time's the charm. Okay. Um, God. Do you want me to pull up the official Urban Dictionary definition or just... There's the abbreviation. The abbreviation is that hoe over there. Yeah, that's that's like the official definition of it. Um, and at this point, it's kind of reached like like us like how some girls can can we curse on here? One hundred percent. So it's like it's like calling someone like "Hey, bitch!" Like like on my thought shit. You're that hoe over there. It's like hot girl summer, but. <laughs> also kind of skanky yeah Um, so that's what you know there's like the the evolution of things that used to be really like you know like it was supposed to be like somewhat derogatory and then it was kind of in like rap songs as being like i have the awkward definition it's in the awkward dictionary a woman who has many casual sexual encounters or relationships it's a noun that is derogatory and informal. Pronounced. T H A with an umlaut T. <laughs> Thank you. So, so I will ask you again, as I asked you last time. You said you were going to go see Megan the Stallion. Are you going to be on your thought shit? I don't even know how to answer that, to be honest. <laughs> I'm non-committal. <laughs> non-committal. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm just thankful that Kat was there to explain it to you a third time. I think third time's a charm. Um, it We may have burned it into your brain this time instead of you being able to, uh, uh, you know, spring clean it out like you did last time. Uh, here's the thing. I will forget because I am an old man. I rem- don't remember shit anymore. So next time you bring it up on the podcast, I will forget. So Yes, so Life is Beautiful is coming up. And then the week after that, I'm going to Denver to go see 21 Pilots and probably probably go to a Colorado Rockies game too, I think. I think that's also going to be on the docket. And then the week after that, I'm going to be in L.A. to go see the Rams at SoFi Stadium for the first time. So I'm going to be all over the place. And I'm gonna, that means I'm probably going to be gone for the pod for three weeks in a row. Yeah, you are going to be so busy that you are going to be neglecting the podcast. How sad is this? All of our listeners, I hope you know how neglected you're going to be. <laughs> the <laughs> fact that I'm going to be gone for three straight weeks. Well, at least you have a plethora of, of guest hosts you can tap into. A plethora. Oh my gosh. I was actually just looking at 
one of the articles that we had pulled up for some of our facts today and, and one of the uh, in, in one of the articles one of the uh, people who wrote it used the word plethora and I was just sitting here thinking I love that word people don't use it enough plethora <laughs> yeah so I have a plethora of concerts and sporting events to go to I'm very excited about it I haven't gone anywhere in well over a year. We've missed San Diego Comic-Con two years in a row. So I need, I figure I need to get my travel on. Yeah, you're, you're really going for it. And I mean, it's funny because I, I knew you were going to be excited when we went to All Time Low, but I actually got to see the little twinkle in your eye that uh of you finally going back to a live concert and it was really great to see oh yeah it was it was truly a beautiful thing like i missed it so much i really did like i haven't gone i i'm one of those people that i love going to concerts i really don't care who it is that's headlining or playing i i love discovering new bands new artists and going to shows at smaller venues for the most part. So going back to the Van Buren and having it be completely full was awesome. Like it was just so cool to be back at a live show again. It felt, I put it on my Instagram story. I was like, it felt like I was back home in a way to be back in a live concert. And, and it's even better that the concert was great too. And I loved it. Um, and unfortunately we missed the two opening acts because we spent 45 minutes outside trying to get inside the Van Buren for whatever reason. Uh, yeah, everyone just outside sweating to death. I, of course, initially had, because I we had gone to Hanny's to get food and drinks beforehand, and it was colder in there, so I had a plaid shirt on, and um, I very swiftly tied that around my waist when we were standing outside, because even at like seven something at night, it was still really fucking hot. And the line wrapped around the entire like block. It was so freaking long. I don't know why it took them that long because all they were really doing, like you can't really bring bags in there. So the only thing they're really doing is trying to decipher if people were 21 or not 21. And writing an X on their hand or putting a wristband on. So I have no idea why it took that long. Yeah. I don't know why all 2000 people decided to show up at the exact same time, but I feel like that's what happened. Yeah. Well, that, that line didn't move fast by any means. It moved decently slow. It just kind of kept on going. Luckily, um, watching the fashion was, you know, pretty entertaining. So we at least had that as entertainment. Um, there was some stuff that sent you straight back to the nice, like, early to mid 2000s, late 2000s. Um, and it was actually very entertaining to see. It also was really entertaining to see the evolution, right? You, you saw all these people when they were, um, a lot younger and they were dressing in the same exact like outfits and hair jewelry all that stuff but then to see it evolve like there was a guy that i saw there that was straight out of like a metallica looking concert but this time 
he was like 45. And I was like, oh, so this is what like the dad version of it looks like. It was very interesting to see it evolve over time. Yeah, it was like a gathering of the emos. Yeah, it was very interesting. It was a very interesting thing. And it's it's funny, too, because there's a different level of it to some degree. Like, in, you know, even the way in the difference that, like, Kat and I dressed, right? There's Kat and I, I feel like, uh, we're, are, 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 were slash are pretty, like, similar in a, in a lot of ways. But, like, the way that I was in, like, a black crop top, that was like RVCA and had like a bunch of buttons and cut off shorts that were all black and um, righty and everything. And then a, a red plaid shirt and then um, just like some sneakers and cat wore an oversized shirt um, with shorts and like higher up socks and sneakers and it just very much in a backwards hat it just very much epitomized like the individual personalities within the emo community and it's it's hard to explain them but those were two distinct looks out of that time i will say that was pretty entertaining uh, watching what people were wearing because i was it was i found it to be quite funny oh it was quite good there was some that were like it ranged anywhere from you know like the the fishnets and whatnot to um, some people were wearing some like interesting bra type top situations. Um, there was a lot of just really interesting outfits, and it was a ton of fun because some of them were complete ba- blast from the past. There were some that were like 100% you remember people wearing the like that exact outfit to, you know, some people took a little bit of like a twist on it like I did. Like mine is still kind of modern-ish, was still kind of modern looking. Um, and then some people decided to just take it to a whole nother level. So it was actually a, a ton of fun to see that and all of like the different wordings on shirts um a guy was wearing a shirt that says i heart emo moms on it that was fun (laughs) you know i think i missed that particular one but i remember you guys talking about it that was really funny yeah that was when kat and i so after (laughs) as soon as we get in scotty and and richie both kind of like walk around looking at like kind of looking at the shirts against stage kat and i went straight for the bar we went like soon as we could get to the bar, we went straight to the bar. So we were on our own for that one. We were the only two that that saw that. That's funny. That's true. Sky and I did lose you there for a minute. Yeah, we um, we we were very invested on getting drinks very early. So we just got those and then um went from there. I am kind of sad I never ended up getting a shirt, but the line was so long the entire time. I just didn't want to wake it, wait in it. Yeah, I I I don't blame you on that one. That was kind of wild. Yeah, it was just incredibly long and um I just I don't know. I I was more 
wanting to like actually get a good place to watch the concert. It's funny, you as a tall person mm-hmm. um have um so much of an advantage yes. in this situation because uh I'm just average height, five six, and there was um some people that were in front of us that like had to move around. It just it gets difficult when you're average height because you're about the same height as everyone else in the room. And then the other half of the people are like taller than you. So um, you do have an advantage in that. But I will call out one of my biggest pet peeves ever happened to me. And it drives me fucking insane. Which is if you're if I'm already standing there, if you're going to push through the crowd, like you know how people push through the crowd to try and get to somewhere. Mm-hmm. And you push through the crowd to literally just stand in front of me or right next to me. Like you push through me to like stand right there in my space. Like these two ladies did that. I was so pissed off. I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. You don't just push through the crowd to just stand right there in my way. I could barely move. Like I had to like, Kat and I had to kind of move over a little bit, but there was a really tall guy. (laughs) So then she couldn't see over him. My biggest pet peeve, and someone did it. That's actually my. That would be a good sporty question to ask. Is like people's biggest pet peeves at concerts. Oh, one hundred percent. Because that is definitely mine. Do you do you raise your hand, Cat? Would you like to weigh in on the topic? Okay, Cat has one. She's she's here. Let me unplug again so you can go ahead. We're asking about your biggest concert pet peeves. Corey's already given hers. She said people who push through to like stand right in front of her. Oh, good. Cause that was mine's mine's a close tie. Um, people who push through and create a space for themselves. Um, if you're not in a mosh pit, there's no need for that. Like don't, don't create a space for yourself that wasn't already there. Incredibly rude. Um, but no, if, if Corey took that one. Um, yeah, it was, yeah, it was two girls that made, they made me push you over. So that way yeah. you were like behind the guy that you couldn't see because those girls shoved their way the fuck in. Yeah. And when tall people, like I get it, tall people deserve to enjoy concerts too. But when they have no spatial awareness, <laughs> like I get it. I, I don't think tall people should have to stand at the back of a concert. I think that's shitty. Um, but like the guy who I ended up standing behind for a little bit there, that was okay because when he first got there, he kind of made sure that he was in a space where he wasn't standing directly in front of someone who was half a foot shorter than him. Whereas I've definitely been at concerts where like the world's tallest guy, like sh- like we got Slim Jim in front of me here, who's seven feet tall, parks themselves there, usually with a crowd. Like they could stand on either side and they make and they don't have any spatial awareness. And usually, usually those ones tie in with those who push in front. Um, Cause they usually end up wiggling their way into a spot that wasn't there to begin with. Um, which is rude enough anyway, but like, if you do it and you're taller than the person you're shoving yourself in front of, like, 
go away. Get gone. But honorable mention goes to uh, people who don't take care of their drinks at concerts, um, which I say in- That was hilarious to watch that guy dumping his beer on his girlfriend, though. Like, I- There was a guy who had his hand in the air, like, when they they told everyone to put their hands up, and he was, like, he was bopping out. He was having a, a blast, and I look over, and he's just dumping his beer directly on the head of his girlfriend. <laughs> he dumped out half his beer. It was- it was good. I don't think she agrees with me, but I thought it was kind of funny to watch. Um, yeah, it was pretty funny. Also, like, that's a major concert foul. If you can't take care of your beer, you you don't deserve to drink one. Or maybe you've had one too many. The other thing I was going to ask you, Kat, because we are talking about it earlier, was uh, Richie brought up the fact that we were like outside for fucking forever before we got into, uh, got into the Van Buren. But... Uh, I was saying that the best part of it was being able to stand out there and see all of the different fashion choices, like all of the different things that people decided to wear. And it was like, you even had, like I was saying, you know, even what me and you were wearing were all like subcategories within that same type of um, scene. And so to see all of the people that were like wearing the same outfit that they did you know, the first time they went to go see them to, like, all the different ones was so entertaining. I felt so at home, which today I went shopping. Like, I went grocery shopping and needed to pick up more clothes for my kindergartner um, and had, like, a complete meltdown in Target because I don't understand anything about the fashion choices right now. Like, I, I've officially become my mom. Um I was like, none of this should be brought back because we're currently in peak bad 90s. Like we've got red corduroy skirts and we've got weird flared capri houndstooth pants. We've got turtleneck hats. Ooh. Yeah, it's I, I know how you feel about the bucket hats. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that was such a stark contrast to waiting in line where I truly like I recreated my outfit from the last time I went to see them in like 2007 and uh you kind of did the same thing and we saw a girl in line who was wearing the lowest rise skinny jeans I've seen since probably 2012 um I was like my people and we had a Circus Survive shirt. We had lots of all-time low shirts. We had... I pointed out the I Heart Emo Moms shirt. I loved the I Heart Emo Moms shirt. That one was really good. Um, we had a couple metal bands there, which I thought was kind of funny. We had a lot of... Uh, a lot of older all-time low shirts were there that were definitely hanging on a Hot Topic wall 10 or 15 years ago. Um it was it was glorious. It made me feel very comfortable, whereas current fashion choices do not. Yeah, no, it and it, it was like I was saying, it was cool though too, and the fact that like it, it even showed like the subcultures within the culture too. Like my, the way that I was dressed and the way that you were dressed were two distinct like subcultures within the culture. And I think we could explain it to the listeners. <laughs> what was that? I said I think we should explain it to the listeners because I thought I thought you looked like a little cutie patootie. 
Well, that was, I, I explained what we were wearing. Um, I said that you were wearing, well, actually explain your shirt better because I, I just said that you were wearing an oversized shirt, but I didn't say like what was on the shirt. So I had an oversized green t-shirt that had uh, Shaggy from Scooby-Doo sitting on a concrete wall with a skateboard in front of him that said skateboarding is not a crime. And then, yeah, then I already explained what I I was wearing and, uh, but it was very peak, I feel like for me back then. And, um, in the regard of it, it's very funny because if you were to like think about the people that even within like the, I guess, quote unquote, emo culture, there's people that, um, you know, kind of were, I don't even know how to explain it, but there's, there's the ones that there's different ways to dress within the culture. And it was interesting because you could see all the different people ranging from, you know, the ones that are like the more really poppy punk to the ones that like the more harder metal to the ones that were more, um, punk, punk rock, and the ones that were more emo. Like, it's just so funny how there, there used to be a subculture that we used to see all the time. And we don't see it anymore, but you could just see it for one night. It, that was the probably the pinnacle of the weirdest part for me. Like, and I cool part. It. I think we need to bring back Warped Tour. That's what I got from it. I wish we brought back Warped Tour. The problem with it is the fact that uh, towards the end, it was like the new up and coming bands. And there was a fr- phase through there. Like, um, it was funny that you said 2012, like I graduated high school in 2012. And like, through my like college years, any band that really came out playing like punk rock music was not good. Not good. I and- you on that. So the problem with the Warp Tour towards the end of its existence was there was no good up-and-coming punk, rock, or emo bands that were coming into existence. I have now um, discovered that I think if Travis Barker participates in anything, it's going to be good punk rock. So I do have faith for the future. I'd like to see just all the bands get back together from probably, I'd say, circa 2008, maybe 2009. Because I think that's when Mayday Parade, All Time Low, uh, Blink-182, I think, I'm trying to think of who else was there. Um, That that era, I'd like to see all of that come back. Um, But just based on the all-time low concert where uh, Jack Barakat at one point said, I'm so fucking out of shape. I'm wearing a knee brace and sat down for an entire song. I don't know if all of the OG bands could make it. Um, <laughs> hey, I, I, Blink-182 has to be older, even oh, they're older. older. They're much older. I mean, they don't even have their lead singer anymore, but that's that's beyond the point. Um, but uh, let me see here. They are, let's see here. 
Not Tom DeLonge. Yes, you are gone. We are all aware. Okay. Travis Barker, 45. Mark Hoppus, 49. Holy shit. Not expecting that. Yeah, don't look up the ages from the guys from Green Day either, because that will. This is my my problem I've had with that. Is in the fact that uh, Billy Joe Armstrong looked like he was like fifty when he was like twenty. So he's never he hasn't aged. Let's see here. Forty nine. Yeah. He is forty nine. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, it actually makes me feel better to know that uh all time low is only they're all only like thirty two, you know? It's a little bit better. It doesn't make you feel as old. <laughs> But they did say they've been playing in Arizona since they're 18. That made me feel old. It's a long time. It's a very long time. So, but it was it was good. They didn't play Damned If I Do Ya, but uh, and I'm gonna be salty about that probably for forever. But it was a very good concert. I agree. I I I enjoyed it for somebody who's going in was not much of a fan of All Time Low. Didn't really know much of their music. I binged it for the week leading up, like we talked about it. They put on a good show. They were really fun. Yeah, so what was your review as a non-all-time low listener? Like, overall, as a very chronic uh, concert goer, what what would be your review of it? Yeah, so I they put on uh, a good show. Like, they had some... Some good crowd interaction once in a while. Didn't do too much of it. Um, like sometimes bands will do shows and they'll kind of kill the momentum of a show where they're in between songs and they completely like um, just do nothing for a full 90 seconds or whatever in between songs, like reset and like get their uh, new guitars out or whatever, which I find really annoying. But they did that once or twice, but for the most part, they kept up the momentum throughout the show. Like, and it's, the show's always better when the people in that are there to see them are, are into it. And that's what happens when people, for most of the people there at this show, like this is their first concert back, I'm sure. And so like, they were ready to go. Like they, they were all in, everybody was all in and that makes the show better when you have everybody like singing along to the songs that they knew and, and jumping around. And, and so, yeah, I would give it a, I would give it a, a solid like eight out of 10. Not eight everyone ten. can throw a hot dog into the crowd, Richie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We're... They did talk about corn dogs though. They did and talk about corn dogs. Although I will admit their dogs. little Siri sounding thing was creepy. They, but Corey, do you not remember? They called someone's mom. Oh, okay. That actually, you know what? That takes the cake. That was actually pretty. Damn it. I, I let down all of my Twitter followers. I should have followed up the, the hot dog incident with the calling someone's mom incident. That, that, that wasn't just a call too, it was a FaceTime. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I've never seen somebody do that at a show before where they literally gave their phone to the band on stage and just like meaning to take a picture, I'm assuming, from the yeah, stage, that's, right? That's what they wanted. But then yeah, the the good lead guitarist like just straight up FaceTimes this person's mom after tr- after asking for the passcode to the to the phone. He screamed out so everyone could get into that phone if they wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> And the password was not 6969. Wanted it to be, though. That would have been really funny if it was. It was like 0440, though. It was, and, and I was about to ask, who only has... That's what I thought. Has only a four-code passcode anymore. I thought Apple didn't allow that. Uh, I do. Yeah, the, uh, because the, uh, they were using an old iPhone. You could tell. I do. You do? That's such horrible security, Kat. Yeah, you, wait. No, you don't. Show me. Without opening your face ID. <laughs> Why? I thought with the newer phones, you had Why to... Why not? You had to update no, to 6. it gives you the option. Terrible security. Yeah. You got to update to 6. That's okay. Terrible security. I don't care. <laughs> not unlike with my car. <laughs> If somebody is that determined to get in, so be it. That's not an invitation to steal my car. Fun fact, Kat's um, password for her phone is probably 1234. It's not. Actually, actually, I would bet more that hers is 6969. Uh, No. So fun fact, my, my phone's password was not created by me. Um, my dad had given my brother an iPhone very briefly and then upgraded it. So he gave Andrew his newer one and gave me his older one years and years ago. And he essentially, like, I think I just didn't update the phone or it was an iPod touch or something. And the password was left over from my brother using it before me and so i kept that password and i as you guys know i'm very easily confused so i haven't changed it in like five iterations of my phone so let me ask you this question if you are so confident if any of your uh text messages photos twitter dms were to ever get hacked because someone got into your phone, would you survive? I think so. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if Chris would. I, you know what? This may be what I have to do while you're gone, Richie. I need to get both of them on the podcast while you're gone, and um, dig into some of these deep questions. <laughs> have a real thpn crossover here yeah just just have it on there ask him what it was like playing cat snapchat over a loudspeaker at the lake you know those type of questions hey i approve it i don't for for the listeners i might have Hopped on my thought girl shit after the all time low concert. Um, and 
we were listening to Megan the Stallion at the pizza place slash bar where we were waiting out the traffic and uh, decided to send my beloved dearest um, a video of me singing WAP with the caption, I'm so sorry. And then forgot that I sent it until they played it over a loudspeaker at the lake the next morning. So. So the fun from the night before continued into the next day and I I went it. across states. I don't know if I called it fun. It made it to the East Coast. I I'm tried I tried to explain to Kat that she should not have been embarrassed. She should have been actually very proud of it. So I tried to explain to her that she did a very good job rapping this particular verse. And she was having none of it. I was like, no, you should be proud of that. You shouldn't be embarrassed. Be like, yeah, damn right I fucking did that. I saw her out of the corner of my eye doing it. But then at the same time, there was a very drunk girl on top of a pinball machine. So I can't 100% like certain for certain say how how great it was. But I, I can... I'm going to concur with Richie and say that you should just be proud of it. I've rapped for you before. Mm-hmm. I I think it was probably good, you know? I I would assume knowing you and knowing your rapping skills that it was probably good. So no one it it didn't come back with anyone saying anything negative from his friends, right? So you should be fine. This is true. Yeah. It, it happens. At least you weren't a guy that was pouring a beer on his girlfriend throughout the entire concert because that man had to go home with her that night and <laughs> imagine how that ensued afterwards. This is true. He doesn't have to see me for another three weeks. <laughs> and that guy had to deal with a beer-soaked girlfriend that probably ripped his head off later. See? So you won, really. <laughs> that was the best endorsement for you as a friend, I think, in the history of ever. I hope all the listeners fully understand what a beautiful human being you are. Thank you. Thank you. And, and it's now recorded, so we have it on record and everything. Yeah, we're just throwing compliments Corey's way galore tonight. This this is good. We like this. And this is yeah, I know. I this is great. My day started out like shit. It's ending on a real high note. I'm I'm appreciating this. I hope our listeners enjoy it too, because we're 45 minutes into a hockey podcast, and I haven't said a fucking word about the the team we're supposed to be talking about. Well, because there's probably people that were excited. They wanted to hear about All Time Low. You know, we even had people from the network wanting to hop on and talk to us about um, alternative and punk rock. And so, you know, you got to give people what they've been waiting for. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. At, at some point, we we will have Nate from the Ducks podcast on the show at some point. We'll make that happen. He's a big... He's a big punk punk guy. He's uh, told us that he's going to see All Time Low when they go through his neck of the woods up in Canada here in, in the next few months. 
So we'll have Nate on eventually because you and Nate will you can you can talk about more of the punk stuff than I can. I'm like I I got nothing. I have no idea. I don't know. I'll talk about Green Day. That's I'm cool with that. And like some you got Green Day. You have something. Yes, but up until a few months ago, he had never heard a My Chemical Romance song. That's a bit rough. Um, I mean. Yeah, that's a bit rough. I'm I'm trying to defend you Wait, here. Hold on, time out. I'm starting oh. to have a, a flashback to being at Fallout Boy with you and it's it's giving me brain freeze. No, Kat's misquoting me. I had heard of my my I heard I have heard my chemical romance before. I just had not listened to the entirety of was it Black Parade? Black Parade, yeah. The Black Parade. But you you didn't know off the top of your head which songs by My Chemical Romance you actually knew. Like, you could not pull a song of theirs. I played a few and you said, oh, I think that sounds familiar. <laughs> You're probably right about that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I. It, it still doesn't top being very embarrassed to be with Richie at a Fall Out Boy concert. That will always be Top of my list. That is very uncomfortable. I had no idea you didn't know who Fall Out Boy was. Wait, <laughs> stop. I did know who they were. I just didn't know and or slash care about pretty much most of their songs. But It's very disappointing, Richard. I enjoyed it so much that I bought tickets to go see them again afterwards. You should be proud of me, though, because you even had it on video of me singing along to Dear Maria at the very end. Yes, this is... Because I've learned, Richie, because of previous failures, I take it as my own failure in this. And the fact that you didn't know when we were there. I, I feel like I have failed you as a friend. And so because of my previous failures, I was very thorough this time. I made a playlist of my favorites. And then once you sent me the set list, I made a playlist of the set list. So that way you would be properly prepared. And luckily... You at least knew the chorus to their most popular song. So we're moving up in the world. I could hear the derision dripping from your voice, and that's a beautiful thing. Thank you. Thank you. God, this podcast night. Oh boy. Yeah, it's a it's a rip roaring affair for sure. We're just we have now we've gone from um um saying very complimentary things about about Corey to the roasting Richie portion of the show, which is always my favorite part. We're not roasting you. We're just yes, telling you that we need to help continue to educate you on the, the uh, punk rock side of the world. You know, one, one day you will be there, Richie. To be clear, I am roasting him. I think rightfully so, to be honest, too. I deserve it. I, I feel like I, I've taken it upon myself to properly educate you through this. Slowly but surely. I think, and it worked really well for one, for one show, so. Yeah. I, Although, however, if I turned the tables on both of you and I took you to uh, one of the show, well, like one of my favorite bands and you guys wouldn't know what the fuck to do either, so. Oh, God, no. 
I've already been to like festivals with you, and I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, Corey's seen, Corey's been to Three Doors Down with me multiple times. Okay, um, Three Doors Down does not count. I know all Three Doors Down. Um, but absolutely yeah, so yeah, so I'm talking about like if I took you guys to see Andy Grammer or well, I know Andy Grammer songs, so I just don't like him. <laughs> or I, I know I know a few. Or um or the Struts. If I took you guys to see either of those, like you wouldn't know what to do, especially the Struts, because they're not. I wouldn't know what to do. I know how to do the white boy bop. I stand and you nod your head a little bit and you rock with the music and you bop. You nod your head a little bit, and then sometimes. Scotty, do you think? Really do you think that we are in that we are correct in roasting? <laughs> what was that? Scotty, apparently that's what he thinks of our podcast right now. Is that he is literally shredding paper right in front of me. Can you not? Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a lie. Wait. Stop. <laughs> we were roasting Richie for not knowing any punk rock music, and you interrupted us. You just let me grab the mic and go on. <laughs> I was supposed to wrap up the show 20 fucking minutes ago, and we're still going, so we're going to do it now. Um, good night and good hockey, everybody.